Welcome to Conscious Being Conscious Living podcast. I'm Eva Pandit and I invite you to explore a different way of being and creating in the world. Welcome to yet another episode of Conscious Being Conscious Living. This is your host Eva Pandit and today we're talking about what's the kind of world you want to live in. Have you noticed the amount of judgment that exists in our world? And do you want to live in a kind of world in which the dominant energy is judgment and separation and you know rejection and all of that or something else? This topic came up for me uh, yesterday when I was talking to a person in my life who um, whenever I talk to that person you know there are some people that after hanging up with them you are you don't really feel very exuberant let's just say for the lack of a different word for now that you don't really feel very happy you're like dull and you're like why the hell what was that like before that call I was pretty okay and I just realized that this person's way of life and this person's dominant reality is judgment that's the way most people on our planet for now connect with each other that's uh, judgment is unfortunately one of the dominant energies on our planet right now and that really triggered a lot of things in me because you know I, this there's one particular thing that this person said that really pushed my buttons immediately in that moment I noticed it so amazing how does it get any better than that the change begins with awareness so when you start catching yourself in moments where you would have in the past or in pre- previously just um, reacted in some way or even if you just notice that you have a reaction coming up is great progress so uh, this person said something and I noticed a reaction coming up and right there and then I'm so grateful for the tools that we have um, I started using one of the tools called lowering barriers I actually have another episode in the past I'll link it in the comments that is all around lowering your barriers and so I started playing with that I started lowering my barriers I noticed that you know because this is what typically occurs when you notice judgment in the world judgment kind of triggers that energy that feels like itself and so I wanted to judge back and in the past let's be honest I've done that a lot that when I perceive someone show up in a way that I do not like they are judging and then I am judging them and then I am judging me for not doing what I want to create in the world right which is you know the kind of world that I want to live in is not a ju- world of judgment the kind of world I want to live in is a world in where everyone is included in which uh, we cheer each other up not put each other down and that was actually the kind of energy that came up on the call yesterday with this person and this person said something that was you know I, I don't even know what's the purpose why to me it's insane why would you say things that um, pull people other people down or why would you use words that do not create more in the world that's kind of like how I think but you know if you look around in the world it's not very hard to see and I'm not perfect at that either by the way you know sometimes I say things that are mean but then the question always comes back to what is the kind of world I want to live in do I want to live in a kind of world where people are judging each other where people are separating from each other where people are pulling each other down or people are you know um, 
defining and confining each other on the basis of whatever they've decided the other person is? Or do I want to live in a world of possibilities? Hi, Maruna. Thank you for joining me live, my magical, beautiful friend, you. So those of you listening to this on a different platform, I do this show live on my Facebook group at I am Eva Pandit. So you're welcome to join me live. I would be very happy, in fact, to have you join me live. So we are talking about the kind of world that you want to live in. And I'm sharing the story of this particular friend, quote unquote, person in my life, who anytime I talk to that person, I come out feeling drained. I feel worse than I did when I got onto the call. So, you know, um, that was what was going on. And that's what triggered this whole conversation that I don't want to live in a world like that where people judge. And in the past, my automatic response or reaction rather, not a response, my automatic reaction to situations like that was to judge myself, to judge the other person, you know, because the person with the big, uh, strongest amount of judgment wins, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that what this world is around? But uh, I, I decided and I chose, uh, I knew in that moment, because I've done it so many times in my life, wherein, you know, I noticed someone being mean and cruel, and then either I am mean back to them, or I just raise my barriers, or I'm just defending myself, or I just feel miserable and I cry and I'm wallowing in the sadness of how could anyone be that rude and all of that. But yesterday, having done that enough times, <laughs> yesterday I found myself in a place where I noticed that my big judgment is bigger than yours. That's what Maruna says. Exactly. How dare you? I can judge better than you. <laughs> but that's where this conversation of what is the kind of world I want to live in came in. Because that's the question that I had to ask myself. Do I want to live in a world where people are judging each other? and like throwing stones at each other and pulling each other down and judging themselves to begin with. Because uh, from my point of view, that you, your judgments somewhere insidiously stem from your own judgments of yourself, everywhere you think you lack or everywhere you think you're not good enough and then you project all of that in the world. So there's an element of that, that you know, anytime anyone's doing judgment, it's a great window of, uh, awareness into what's going on in their world but sometimes and oftentimes in fact when someone is doing judgment it can be really hard to you know it's easy to just flow with it and react and that's okay too by the way that's okay too even if you do not judge yourself for the times that you judge or that you react that's one less judgment in the world so uh, yesterday I was in a place, I caught myself in that moment and I was I, I noticed my walls and barriers coming up, which are basically all these defenses. In the past, I would have said something back or, you know, I would have wanted to make my point be heard, even if it is something as simple as, that is rude. Why would you say that? You know, I, I would actually say it in the past, things like that. But uh, in a microsecond, in that moment was also the awareness. There was an awareness of judgment in this person's world. And there was also an awareness that I want to react to this judgment right here. And so one of the things that I've learned from amazing Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, is that when you make something real, when you're aligning and agreeing with it, you, you know, obvious, we can just get when you align and when you agree, this is how it is, you're making it real. But you also make it real when you're resisting and reacting to it. 
because aligning and agreeing and resisting and reacting are literally just two polar opposites of the same thing. And unless that thing is real for you, you wouldn't have it. And so I noticed myself going into the uh, resistant and reaction. And in that moment, I found myself, you know, having this microsecond of a conversation. You know how you talk to yourself way faster in, the her in your head and like, words are slow. <laughs> I wish, like, what would it take for telepathy to become the new reality? It would be so much more fun and ease. The Gary is awesome. I agree, Maruna. And so... I noticed that the judgment came into my world and I'm like, all right, I'm going to lower my barriers because that's not creating the kind of world I want to. I don't want to fucking live in a world where people judge. I don't want to live in a world where people say mean shit uh, and just in a passing by comment and as if it means nothing. And with this particular person, I've noticed that I'm always in the wrong. I've kind of understood that, that no matter what I say, if I open my mouth, I'm wrong. So I've, for a lot, I, I think I got that for some time. And so, but the part that was new for me in this particular call yesterday was really getting that anytime, even silently I'm reacting, I am contributing to the energy I do not want to see in the world. And so I lowered my barriers. I forced myself to, you know, just relax and expand and be present because another way in which we make things real, things real is by disengaging you know so there's something that goes on out there that's not pleasant for you that's not the kind of world you wish to see and you just want to you know not be aware of it or dis disengage um, and disconnect from it in a way that you don't want to be aware of it and so I noticed myself going there, that wanting to change the topic or whatever. I forced myself. It was so uncomfortable. I forced myself to literally practice. And like I said, there is a whole episode on barriers uh, that I'll link below. But if we were to just get a taste of it, it's literally like perceiving how every point of view that you have and every thought, every emotion, every energy that's coming up is kind of like creating a barrier energetically, a wall of separation in that moment from what is going on. And so just perceiving that and non-cognitively, because you know, the, your brain and your mind is actually not your brain, brain is beautiful at its job at regulating the body. Your mind is very insidious because you know, it cannot go beyond what it already knows. So not cognitively engaging with it, but energetically engaging with it and lowering those walls and lowering those barriers that you notice come up you don't even have to know what your judgments are you don't even have to know what you're feeling you don't even have to know anything cognitively but just perceiving that there's a charge coming up you can literally practice lowering your barriers in that moment and find out what that is for you next time you're having a conversation with someone or something shows up that triggers you instead of disengaging instead of um you know, trying to resist or react to it. What if you played with this energetic exercise of lowering your barriers and expanding your space, however that looks like for you. Sometimes for me, it's visually like I, I, I literally push something with my hands down, like out into the air because I'm energetically perceiving those walls and barriers and I'm like pushing it down and I'm expanding my space. And I literally do this with my fingers and how that works for me. So play with it and see how that works for you. And uh, what came up for me after that was something that I'm actually going to be starting my free group with, by the way, guys, 
on this Monday, which is five elements of intimacy. And these are five um, things or the elements that you require to create a life of communion uh, and intimacy, not as it is described in this world, but intimacy being the space of communion and presence and the five elements of intimacy being honor, allowance, gratitude, trust, and vulnerability. And so this is the conversation I started having with myself. What would it be like to be in complete allowance of myself? Allowance is the space where you're not resisting and reacting. You're not aligning and agreeing. So what would it take? And from my point of view, again, that I truly think that everything starts from you. In order for you to be in allowance of somebody else, you've got to be in allowance of you first. So the first thing I had to be in allowance of in that moment was all the charge that was coming up. I had to be in allowance of myself and, you know, not start judging myself or not start brushing because now, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm talking about creating greater in the world. So I have to show up as this perfect person. There is nothing called a perfect person. Embracing that in that moment, I literally just did not want to talk to that person. I literally just had so much anger come up. And instead of resisting that anger, being an allowance of it that, all right, this is what is going on. Then the allowance of what the other person is saying that, okay, never mind, that's your point of view, interesting point of view, you have that point of view. Interesting point of view, she has that point of view. Interesting point of view, he has that point of view. So like having these, reminding yourself basically that what this person is saying, is it even real or is it just a point of view that's coming based on whatever judgments they have of the world? And so I played enormously it was kind of simultaneity of all of these tools lowering the barriers and like being in allowance of myself and like interesting point of view they have this point of view while also using another access tool which is my favorite the clearing statement i kind of went on like a clearing statement rampant and for those of you who are new to access or who don't know about this clearing statement is the words for the clearing statement are good bad right wrong puck pod all night shorts poison beyonds and if you want to know more about it please go to theclearingstatement.com where Dr. Dane here, the co-founder of Access, has beautifully explained what it does. But I'm going to also summarize it for you here. What it does is that anytime there's an energy coming up, the clearing statement whoop, zaps it off. Think of it like a vacuum cleaner. It helps you clear the space. And so, um, and if you'd like to know more about how to play with that, please join my group. I'll be sharing about it uh, in the comments here as well. And also as a post in the group but anyway so i started using the clearing statement and the way to use it is very simple you literally pock and pot it pock and pot it pock and pot it which is the short form of the clearing statement and pock stands for point of creation and pod stands for point of destruction so when you're basically pocking and potting what you are doing is the point of creation of that judgment in your world in your universe and that point in which you, using that judgment, started destroying your life and destroying everything that you are, the infinite being that you are, you straight away target on that energy of creation. And you hit on, the, it's kind of like, you know, if you think of whatever you're looking at, whatever problem you're looking at, in my situation, it was this person saying what she was saying. Think of it like a deck, a house of cards. You know how when you stack up these cards together to create house uh, of cards? 
the clearing statement is kind of like the lower most card. If you pull out the bottom card from the house of cards, the whole house collapses. And so that's what it does. So I started using that tool. I'm like, pock and pod, pock and pod, pock and pod. And I was like lowering my barriers and expanding my space. Went through that conversation actually far more easily. I don't think the person could even tell that there was an ounce of anything that occurred there. But um, then what I had to do was I literally, there was so much of energy that built up. And in the past, again, I would either make myself wrong for it or don't even look at it and just say, oh my God, I'm not feeling good now. But instead of that, um, I was in allowance. I was practicing one of the elements of intimacy, which was allowance enormously. And uh, I wore my coat. It was raining outside, but I took the umbrella and I just went out and I started walking and using all the tools under the universe that I have that would help me create more space there. And I'm like, everywhere I'm making this real, I pock and pot it. Everywhere, you know, um, everywhere, I'm making judgment real pocket pot and that's when I had this conversation with myself on that walk and I had this conversation with myself asking myself what is the kind of world that I want to live in is the kind of world I want to live in a world of judgment or is the kind of world I want to live in a world of allowance and space and possibility is the kind of world I want to live in a world where people pull each other down which is basically what occurred in a part of that conversation or is a part is the kind of world that I want to live in a place where we're uplifting each other and empowering each other. And through that conversation, through the using of those tools, I had to choose actively not to judge myself, first of all, and then not to judge the other person for what they're choosing. Because that's the most insidious part. I think a lot of times we immediately tackle judgment with judgment. And it doesn't really work. It creates more of that judgment in the world. And so while our intention might be, you know, a heart might be set in the right place that, you know, what we do want to see in the world is a different possibility. Knowingly, unknowingly, by reacting or by also avoiding or suppressing that the reaction is coming up, what we end up doing is we fuel the same very thing in the world that we don't want to see. And so it was an interesting evening. It was super, super intense for me. But it also opened up this whole gateway of a different possibility. Because after spending like, I think about a couple of hours into that space, I did what I had to do, took whatever it took. But I was finding a space where there was a lot more space in my world. I know I'm using that word, word a lot. But isn't that what you'd like to see more of too isn't like i i'm actually curious what is the kind of world that you wish to see and how much of that world is actually space and possibilities and ease and joy and one of my recent takeaways you know has been i was doing this particular exercise wherein i found out that those things that are truly valuable to me, which are things like presence and things like space and possibilities and non-judgment and no separation and oneness and the joy of creation and that flow and the rhythm of creation, all of those things that I truly value, that I'd kind of defined them and you know discarded and disregarded them as these airy-fairy concepts. 
And so, uh, Maruna, to, you know, last week, I remember you mentioned something about me being a fairy. And I was like, I have a fun story. This is my fun story. <laughs> that I literally was the thing that was important to me is so much space. And I think this is so important for us to recognize that that which you're looking for, does it have any solidity in it? Or is it space? And just because it is space, is it airy fairy or is it space? Like science tells us that when you look at a molecule, then it's 99% space and only 1% matter. And so what is it that we have made unreal about the space of possibilities that we've been so dearly desiring and everywhere we made it less than the densities and the intensities because they're more tangible. Can we please now destroy and uncreate all that? And everywhere we're making this space less real than the 1% solidity. Can we destroy and uncreate all that, please? <sighs> yeah, the space has no intensity. And the thing is that most people in our world, we have learned to connect based on intensity. You know, intense, passion, relationships. All of these are, if you're truly willing to be with it, if you're truly willing to have a conscious being and a conscious way of living, then you will find that all of these are very intense and dense creations. And there is a greater and a different possibility, I'd say, that is available for us. A possibility in which we connect, not based on relationship, because guess what relationship is? It's the distance between two objects. But what we're truly looking for when we're looking for connection, is it the distance between you or the other person? Or is it the communion? Is it how you are one with everything? including people in your life, including those things that we, you know, create these judgments around and then use that judgment to separate from, including your business, what you're creating. What if you, instead of looking at your relationship with things, explored what is it like to create in communion with things? in communion with your partner, in communion with your business, in communion with the world. And so that's the conversation I had with me this morning, uh, last evening and again this morning around, this is the kind of world I want to live in. And so everywhere I've been making it less real just because it's not solid enough. And reminder, solidity is just the 1% of a molecule. 99% of the molecule is space. So everywhere I've been making this space, space, space. <laughs> everywhere I'm making this space less real, less true, even though that's what's truly what's valuable for me and for you. So everywhere we've been doing that, everywhere we've disregarded that which we are aware of, everywhere we're disregarding possibilities in the world because what is the kind of world that you wish to see and everywhere you've made it a non-reality 
or something that is not solid enough or something that um, you cannot hold on to and hence it doesn't really maybe exist everywhere you've created any doubt in your world around that will you please destroy and uncreate all that and i'm going to run the clearing statement because it zaps out the energy right wrong good bad all nine pot pot shorts boys and beyonds so well with this conversation i also wanted to just invite you to this i'm announcing my new group cultivating trust in you because that's one thing where i stick myself the most because I was always looking at what the other person is doing, what other people are telling us we should be doing, and not really creating a communion with myself and not really looking at all the ways in which I am different. For example, consistency. Uh, uh, consistency and I don't go together, and everywhere in the world they talk about that. So I had to really go in and look at what's my reality, what's true for me, what's going to be my way of creating Am I like really that fucked up? that nothing they teach works for me or is it that possible that I just work different and so what is it like to cultivate trust in you that there is something right about you there is something that's actually a gift that you are here to bring to the world so in my Facebook group uh, cultivating trust in you starting Monday we're doing a five-day challenge on what I think are the fundamental uh, and foundational element of life, which are five elements of intimacy with you, creating allowance of you, creating trust in you, creating vulnerability with yourself, creating honor, honoring yourself. I'm just like thinking about what are the five elements, honor, trust, vulnerability, gratitude, and allowance. We will be going in and exploring what these are having challenges i'll be um doing one live video every single day in the group followed by a cute fun something to play with a tool to play with on that day and on that topic and really start to cultivate the foundation of our life which is literally starts with us and so to wrap this up i really wanted to read out because i was reading about uh five elements of intimacy from the reference material and i found something that gary has to say which was amazing which i want to share with you so gary says you must have the honor trust vulnerability allowance and gratitude for you as you are constantly Or you are, sorry, I, I, I was not able to find a word. Or you're at the effect of this reality. Because then you cannot truly perceive, know, be, and receive you as the infinite being that you are. When you have the five elements of intimacy for you, you trust yourself. Knowing that this is what you have to do for you. To honor you. Whether anybody else approves of, of it or not. Vulnerability is never putting up a barrier to everything that you are and seeing the good, the bad, and the ugly in you, which is kind of like what we talked about. Allowance is recognizing that the good, the bad, and the ugly that you are are just an interesting point of view. And gratitude is being grateful for having you in your life, being grateful for your life. And that's the kind of world that I wish to see. 
And so this is going to be an exploration and that I'm going to share a link to sign up right in the comments below and also share it about it in the post. And for those of you listening to it on a different platform, you are going to be finding the link to join the five elements of intimacy with you challenge is going to be in the description. And I cannot wait to see you there. And I cannot wait to see uh, you here for another conversation next week sometime. <laughs> All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day. And I wonder what would the world be like if you made more real the world and the kind of world and the kind of possibilities that you wish to see. Until next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review on the platform you're listening on and share this with somebody you know who might be looking for something different in their life. To join me in the free Conscious Being Conscious Living Club and receive your welcome gift, you can go to avapundit.com forward slash club. And to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can visit accessconsciousness.com. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast.